0: everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Dr. Lawrence Van Beek. Yes. Why is he Dr. Lawrence Van Beek, you might ask everyone? Because we're doing a noontime podcast again. It is lunchtime. It's a noontime recording. Yes. Um, and if you hear any background noise, that's because someone is actually spraying the ceiling in the floor below me in my house. So anyway, but I, I don't think it's too loud, but it feels like it's loud. So yeah. So, Laird, today we're talking about someone who's greater than Moses, I hear. I, You know, um,
1: we are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're Jewish, there are very many that are greater than no, Moses. No, Moses was
0: kind of the, the pinnacle, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, Abraham and Moses. I'd say, you know, it was Abraham, and then uh, there's the patriarchs, of course, but the ones they talk about all the time are Abraham and Moses. Right. Moses is the great lawgiver, and uh, and you know they just later Jewish people, um, later Hebrews, they loved Moses. The right. guys at the time that Moses was leading them did not like <laughs> not him so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: truly, a prophet has no honor in his,
1: in his hometown,
0: right?
1: Yeah, he's sort of like you know the great artist who whose paintings were worth massive amounts of money after they died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Dickens.
0: Yeah. yeah, Charles Dickens, right? Same sort of thing.
1: Yeah, he actually wrote a Christmas carol just to make enough money to eat, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so this is this, of course, remember we said this book, it it's some heavy stuff in this book, but the overall message is quite simple. It's gonna be Jesus is better than all of these things that you ever you ever had before. So in the first two chapters, he was better than the angels right and now he's going to be better than moses yeah
0: yeah and of course we're talking about hebrews three folks so if, if you just joined, oh yes
1: we, we should take him to the right place yeah. yeah if
0: you just joined us late <laughs> you, you've yeah. you've already watched a show that's in progress so here you go right but yeah you're absolutely right my friend
1: so for those without a strong um, biblical background um again moses is the one that led the children of israel uh out of egypt mm-hmm. right uh with his brother aaron He didn't want to do it alone, so God gave him Aaron. And um, his sister was Miriam, right? Yes. Yeah. They remember she got mad at him once and and was smitten with leprosy for that. That's right. Yeah. No one's ever been smitten with leprosy for getting mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, though, you
0: have wished it on them. I have have graded on them.
1: It has not not happened. You're
0: deeply familiar with the Precatory Psalms.
1: Yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm one of the few that think that the precatory psalms were actually the psalmist wanting those people to die. Not not they were they were not it was not David thinking like God. It was actually David saying, You know, if you could just kill these people. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm okay with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're considering it, I just want to bless whatever you're going to do, Lord. <laughs> I'm there for you, and if you know, if you want me to be
1: a part of it, I'm even willing to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even willing yeah. to help. I, I'm willing to be your agent in this effort. <laughs> yeah, I, I've studied different poisons. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about in Hebrews 3, so we'll pull it back. <laughs> Moses, Moses, of course, um, he is the great lawgiver. If you go into the, into the Parliament, I don't know if it's still there, but when I was younger, It's always when you're younger. You can't do it when you're older. Uh, I went into the parliament buildings in Manitoba and on the one side of the stairs They had a a great statue of Solon the great Greek lawgiver Yeah, Um, not Draco. Draco was the mean guy. Solon was the great one and on the other side was Moses the Jewish lawgiver Mm -hmm. And so Moses is the one who brought the law He's he's the one of course as you know. He's the one that was um, his mom. They were killing the kids, right? And uh, his sister um, was it his sister? No, yes. his mom put him, put him in a basket, right? Mom, him, uh, yeah, mom put him in the basket. Sister went and, and sister uh, went and found him um, when they when the when the Hebrew or when the Egyptian lady princess pulled him out. The um, the sister said, "Oh, I know a, a wet nurse that can handle this baby." So actually, in in true <laughs> in true, you know. Christian form. I was going to say Jewish form, but that—that's all of a sudden becomes a terrible slight. Um, the mother raised her own child and got paid by the Egyptians to do it. So <laughs> I've been talking to Lynn about because um, the government here gives you up to eighteen months off if you have a child. And I, I thought, if we could just adopt a child for 18 months, <laughs> I, could, I could get a year and a half off. But then we didn't know what to do with it after that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it see, see, seems disingenuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad if you go and
1: give it back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at looked, the end of that period. I've looked at that. Yeah. But that's what happened to Moses, right? And, and then Moses was raised by the Egyptians. He was raised as a prince amongst the Egyptians. You want to watch a fantastic cartoon. Um, it's Moses, the prince of Egypt, yeah. uh, and and it's uh, I think it's by Spielberg actually, yeah. but I'm not I'm, I'm not positive about that. Yeah. So so um, so Moses was the guy. He was the guy who they actually say spoke with God face to face. And there's other scriptures that said no one no one sees God and lives. Mm-hmm. And he saw God's hinder parts up on the mountain when he and he's the one who brought at least the Ten Commandments and also wrote all of Deuteronomy. Okay. So so if you're talking about a hero amongst the Jewish people, Moses was a hero. Mm,
0: mm, mm.
1: And what this book is gonna now say, what the author of Hebrews is gonna say is that he was he was everything you said and more, but he was not as great as Jesus. Right. Right. Okay.
0: Cool. Well folks, let's jump in. So Hebrews three, starting at verse one. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling. Consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him, who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, much more glory, as the builder of the house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope.
1: Okay, so there he goes. Uh, Right in the beginning, he says, um, if you're talking about the heavenly calling that we share in, so we're all, so he's talking to Jewish people, but he's talking to Christians, right? And he's saying, we're all part of this heavenly calling. Okay, um, and he says, Jesus, he was an apostle and a high priest of our confession. Now, when we read apostle, we think of the 12 disciples. There were 12 disciples Jesus called to help him, right? Right. But the word is actually, it means sent ones, mm. or sent someone that's been sent with a purpose. That's an apostle. Okay. And Jesus often called himself the one sent by God. So that's kind of, kind of, so don't put him in the group with the disciples. Um, put him as one sent by God. And, and this being the high priest of our confession, this is a big point throughout this book. Mm -hmm. Because if, if you're Jewish, you have a high priest. If you're Catholic, you have, you have, you know, the Pope. If you're Jewish, you have a high priest who is, who is your intermediary to God Mm -hmm. and, and is, is kind of in charge of everything. And he is saying there's that Jesus is the high priest. Right. Jesus is our access point to God at all times. Right. And that's going to be very important as this book progresses. Okay. Awesome. Okay? Then he says, I'm going to keep going here if you let me. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was criticized. That was not a criticism. No, 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 no. Hey, sorry. It's, I realized after I said it, it sounded like that. <laughs> you just shut your mouth and let me talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are university workers. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a degree of some sort. Um, okay. So he's worthy of more glory than Moses, just as as the builder of the house is worth, worth more glory than the house itself, which is kind of a weird expression, really. Right. He's kind of saying that. But then he says, because God built everything. And remember, in the last chapter, he built everything through Jesus. Right. So therefore, Moses is kind of the thing that, that they built together. I get you. I get you. Was a project when he was in when Jesus was in school. They you know, some people built bird houses. <laughs> <laughs> I made <mean>, Moses. <laughs> I, I built Moses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you can um, see how he's trying to link those two things very closely together. This is Jesus' is creator of all things. Now, now we're trying to talk about Moses, who's yeah. just subject to that
1: creation. And it's beautiful that he doesn't belittle Moses in any way. Right. Which he couldn't, right? If he belittled Moses, they would just you know, or sheep if it's a female author if if Moses was being belittled they would just they he they'd lose the argument right there cuz right. no one would let be on that right? right 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 and he says Moses was a faithful servant and he testified of the things to be spoken later but Christ is faithful over the whole thing as a son mm-hmm. so Moses is a servant Christ is a son yeah. and later on he'll say we're sons with Christ which is really fantastic actually right um, and we are his house if indeed we hold fast with our confidence, now he throws that in again. Remember, he says we're we're God's house as well, right? Right. If we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope, so so there's a there's a big thing here that he's trying to get these Jewish people to um, or Jewish Christians, I'll say, to stay on track with their faith. Mm-hmm. There's something going on here where they're where we think there are those that talk about you know the pharisees are the um oh i forgot the name of them the the jewish people that are going back to judaism
0: mm,
1: mm, mm. what do we call them Ah, uh, there was a name there was a word for that i, I can't think it. of it
0: but i know what you're
1: talking about hmm. yeah anyway. I, it starts with a p the, the p the p guys and and so he's he's trying to say you've got to press on with your faith you've got to press on with jesus you can't oh the word was there, and it, it disappeared again. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, it's so close. Um, you can't, you can't come to Jesus and then pull all of your old stuff with you. Right. And don't forget, the Jewish people here, um, when they came to Jesus, they were asked to give up something that not only what their entire life and tradition had told them but biblically what their what their entire tradition mm-hmm. their their traditions weren't just you know traditions like i you know i at christmas dad gets up before the rest of us that was kind of traditions right and this is a tradition these are traditions based on scripture right so they right. were doing everything right and now they had to change to something else mm-hmm.
0: That would be hard to do yeah the change would have been phenomenal yeah and the culture changed too, right? In terms of like who you associated with and how you associated, all of a sudden changed too.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, remember Paul getting after Peter in the Book of Acts, because Peter was was being with the Gentiles, and all of a sudden, when the the Judaizers are the ones who go back to the Jewish ways. Um, so, I, I for some reason I had a P word in my mind, like proselyte or something mm-hmm. like that. That obviously um, but anyway, so Peter, uh, when he went back to sit with the Jewish people and ignored the Gentiles, remember Paul got after him viciously. Yeah, which is a really important piece in Acts, mm-hmm. showing the, uh, a little bit of a power struggle between those two. Right, right, right. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, so so he's saying he's saying you're if you're going to follow Jesus, you've got to let go of these things, and you're letting go of things that were right. Yeah. That's the weird part, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Thank you for that. Am I talking too much? No, this is what we're here
1: for. You, you,
0: you are just right. You are the baby bear of talkers today. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's an odd analogy I came up with
1: there. Anyway, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I will use that again.
0: <laughs> um, no, that was awesome. And and Larry's maybe last thing before we let go. If he says, if indeed we hold fast our confidence and boasting in our hope, is this a foreshadowing of where we're going to talk about later in terms of eternal
1: security and not eternal security? <sighs> we could talk about it here, but he's going to hit this. Remember, he hit it a little bit in two. He yeah. hit it here. He'll hit it hard in six and ten. Okay. And we will talk about it in six and ten. Yes, we will. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll let people be secure till that point. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's right over. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, picking it
0: up in verse 7. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to test, and I saw my works for 40 years, and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation, and I said, they always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. I have sworn my wrath,
1: so this piece here is straight out of, it's Psalm 95. Okay. I, I think. Um, if I got the wrong Psalm, you can always look it up, but I'm sure it's Psalm 95. We're going to say it's Psalm 95. We will. And I like he says, you know, this is what the Holy Spirit says. Yeah. So he he totally supports the inspiration of the Psalms, mm-hmm. right? And I think now I'll say 95 is a Davidic Psalm. Um, I'll just take, I'll go out on a limb and just shoot it, shoot at that one. Okay. And he says, so. In this, it's a weird thing about, because song, psalms are songs, right? Right. And I can't imagine singing, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion on the day of the testing in the wilderness. It's, you know, it's it's really not, a, it's not quite a sea shanty, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe it flows in Hebrew a lot better. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it does. Maybe it does.
1: Um, with the guttural, the guttural. Hum. Yeah. The Germans do the guttural very well. Um <laughs> So where your father's put me to the test, and you saw my works for 40 years. Mm. So so the testing and the hardening here is obvious to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. This is uh, Joshua and Caleb went into the land. Um, there were 12 other spies, or 10 other spies with them. They came back with a good report. The other 10 spies said no. The people said, okay, no. And God said, carry on. You can, you can all die in the wilderness then. Yeah. Yeah. I often think of this while I'm up here in Fort Smith.
0: <laughs> By the way. Yeah, yeah. That there's maybe a parallel yeah. or two. Is that where you're going with
1: this? I, I do see parallels. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping God has has become way more lenient. You know, with <laughs> with his later children. you know the like, parents are often harsher on their first children. Right. Than they are I get you. Too. I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can live with that. I can live with you know it being easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, therefore, I was provoked, and I said, um, they've not mo- known my ways. They'll not enter my rest. And his rest here, later on his rest, is going to kind of refer to heaven and, and eternity. Okay. But right now, his rest here is is the land. Right. Is the land of, um, you know, of, of Palestine. Right. Okay. And he said, um, and then, so take care of my brothers. Now, this is something you said. Take care of my brothers, lest there be... Any of you with unbelieving hearts that you fall away. So he's continually pushing them toward not falling away from God mm. and c- carrying on with their faith in Christ. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um I exhort you every day, as long as it's called today, don't be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Ah, why do we keep doing these scriptural things? They make me feel so guilty. Um <laughs> <laughs> Lord, for <laughs> we've, we've come to share in Christ. And, and hold on to your confidence. And again, he says, today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as they did in the rebellion. So don't do what they did in the rebellion. And there's different places of rebellion, right? There's also the Korah thing. Mm-hmm. Um, remember Korah's rebellion? And um, and you remember that the, when they went against Moses and the earth swallowed them up? That was a portion of the rebellion as well. So there's a lot of stuff that happened in the desert that he was talking to them about right here. And these these people are, you know, you figure you're you're studying um, the old testament if you're from a Pharisaic tradition, but you're studying those first five books. Every year you're going through those things. Right. Like you know this so so well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's saying, just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I find it I find it kind of
0: fascinating that there's an interesting parallel that the, the people of Israel had seen God act. And yet <laughs> and yet, just a little while after, they go and spy out the land, then they decide not to go. And God says, enough. Like, seriously, you've seen all this stuff and you still don't want to follow me? Enough. Similarly to these first century Christians, they have heard firsthand, probably first-hand, maybe second-hand, maybe third-hand reports of Christ. And they're already struggling with this. You know, it's like, it's so fascinating how quickly
1: we will fall away from sin from some good news, like the yeah. gospel. Yeah. Well, and and if, I don't, I, I can't speak for everybody, but if, if I look back on my life, and I, I imagine you'd say yes mm-hmm, to this, mm-hmm. we look back on our lives and some of the incredible things God has, has done for us, you know, and then then you get stuck in, in you know, in, in a place for a while, and you're like, God, what are you doing? Like, do yeah. I not deserve better than this? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the answer is, of course, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yet, yeah, you know, yet here we are, it was, right. yeah, it was one of the guys on Gaither, the, the funny guy, I can't remember his name, but he said, I, I you know, I, I was asking God what I deserve. And he said, well, you deserve help is what you deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Whole, whole point of mercy, right? Yeah. All
0: right, folks, picking it up at verse 16. For those who had heard, for who, who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses and with whom he was provoked for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the, fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that he would, that they would not enter his rest, but those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief.
1: Yeah. And that's the point of the book. They didn't keep following God. They they fell because they stopped believing. You you gotta stay strong with with your belief, even if it's you know, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah. You've got to keep. You've got to keep moving um, uh, toward God. Hmm. And here's an interesting piece of this is, of course, um, Moses. Had to die in the desert with all those jerks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because he struck the rock twice, right? Yeah, yeah. He got mad, struck the rock. God said, "Yeah, you, you know, You might as well finish off in the desert as well." Now, there's way more to life, um, and there's way more to existence than than what we do here on Earth. Right. So, so dying in the desert isn't isn't the end all, be all, right? Mm-hmm. It's my my favorite lines from Lord of the Rings, right? Oh, why why did I live um to see to die here and and for the end to be here. Remember Pippin says something to that effect?
0: Yeah, and even um, and even the king of Rohan, right, says that why why did I get to see these evil days?
1: He says that, yeah. And Pippin Pippin says in the thing and Gandalf says to him, "Oh Pippin, death is not the end."
0: Right. right Oh, I <laughs>
1: remember where you're talking about. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. yeah yeah and um and and we this is very much revelation right we have to get to a place where we realize too that death is not the end Hmm. That, that as as important as what we do on earth is it's it's just one tiny piece of this whole thing yeah yeah
0: oh i like that there that's a good analogy
1: yeah and so he says hang in there and continue on with god by the way, you realize that I I do see that we can fall away from from God. Yes. Uh, but those who don't see that, they they've got very strong reasons to not see that. Yeah. And very biblical reasons to yeah. think that salvation is is permanent and yeah. you can't. Fall away. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, um, and, and and we we love our Calvinist friends. That's all good.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. Oh, you're not you 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 kind of go along with me. I, I thought oh, yeah. I, I thought you
0: guys were eternal security as well. No, no, we're not eternal security folks. Oh okay,
1: okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I thought you were. Yeah. No. But, uh, but, but you know, there are many places in Scripture that that point to eternal security. Yeah. Um. This is not one of them. Some-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. If, so so if you're looking for some good reasons of why you should do something
1: today, <laughs>
0: uh, you're not going to find that here.
1: <laughs> and there's there's very much a. Um, a decision on the people's part, and a muscling through to to believe in God in yeah. this portion. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of funny because other portions really suggest that that it's the Holy Spirit that leads you through, and and you're just kind of following along. And mm-hmm. this one, it sounds like you know you are you are making a conscious decision to carry on for God. Yeah, yeah. So so just to know that 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 the Scripture doesn't say everything exactly the same all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's it for today, Steve.
0: Larry, thank you, thank you. That was that was very good, my friend. It was a very good insight into into Hebrews three and just seeing what God is calling us to. Folks, as always, we're so glad that you came along with us on this journey. We'll be back next week with Hebrews four and uh, slowly marching our way. Just to give you some advance warning, we'll go in our in our typical summer hiatus in uh, August. So. For those of you that uh, are, are marking your calendars with another episode of The Apocalypse, Larry, just know that we won't be with you <laughs> in, <laughs> in <laughs> August. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, but for now, we just look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Steve, he's Larry, and this was The Apocalypse.